like nostalgic movie review from Nerdy Married Man. And we are a go. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, welcome back to new nostalgic movie reviews. I'm David. And I'm Steven. And yeah. today we are looking at the Lego movie. Yay! <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, the Lego movie came out in 2014. It's rated PG and it's an hour and 40 minutes. And synopsis for this movie, an ordinary Lego construction worker thought to be the uh, prophesized as the special is recruited to join a quest to stop an evil tyrant from gluing the Lego universe into eternal stasis. Yeah, and this movie is starring uh, Chris Pratt, Will Ferrell, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Alison Brie, Morgan Freeman, and Liam Neeson. And a bunch of other really famous people. There's a ton, ton of other ones. I love that Jonah Hill and uh, Channing Tatum are Green Lantern and uh, Superman. And they kind of have that weird dynamic of... Uh, they kind of do in the 21 and 22 Jump Street movies. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I guess some things that are uh, great. I guess everything's great about this movie. <laughs> um, which, speaking of the song, <laughs> the, yes. the music is great, but you can't tell me, if, even if you think everything is awesome, is annoying. I mean, you're going to love it at some point. It's going to be stuck in your head. Yep. Uh, but I think the big thing this movie has going for it is the animation and visuals and just its presentation being all CG, but modeled to kind of look like stop motion and also look like real Lego pieces. I think almost every Lego piece in this movie, minus a few that are like specialty pieces are actual real pieces. Yes. Um, I think the Will Ferrell's his, character's hair and helmet are like some of the specialty pieces that you can't get in real sets except for ones for this movie but other than that it was like all real pieces and they're all made to look like they're all scratched up and have defects to them like paint wearing away and fingerprints and i don't know i just the the presentation of this movie is phenomenal is what i'm trying to get at oh it, it really really is and speaking of the music um everything is awesome is made by tegan and sarah and there's also a version of the song that's done with lonely island which is of course fantastic and they actually do like our little like rap section of it and i think that version of it's played during the credits um mm. but throughout the movie it's just the tegan and sarah one which i can't remember off the top of my head which one it was but me and scott did a video game recently where the main song in that video game was actually done by tegan and sarah as well and so that's just really cool they do a lot of just really amazing like one hit songs that just are just so so good <laughs> <laughs> um this movie though it, it's got so much heart to it it's got so much comedy in it you, you i never went into this movie expecting anything and i got the world from it i never expected this movie to be as heartfelt as it was as inspirational as it was as beautiful and creative as it was and one of the best twists in a movie, period. Yeah, when I first saw the trailer for this movie, I thought it was just a, a cash grab. It's, a, a you know, an hour and a half long commercial for Lego. But then when I actually saw it, I was like, wow, this this movie made me feel things. It's so lighthearted and humorous and like most of the jokes land, but it's just such a well-told story and just a really fun movie. And mm -hmm. watching all these master builder characters 
actually create their creations. And I mean, if you slowed it down, you could probably see every piece land where it's supposed yeah. to be. Like it's not just jumbled together. It's like they're actually building all this. And it's really cool. Well, and a lot of times when you get like these giant cast in movies too, they're either hit or miss too. And that's always like a big scary thing. And for me, like uh, I've actually seen a couple Lego movies before this one because they actually do have a lot. There's a ton of Lego movies. But, like, I feel like they really, like, with this movie and then Lego Batman really started building, like, a universe, like, a franchise of, like, these amazing Lego movies. Because they had, like, Lego movies like Lego and the and the Curse of Clutch Powers. And it was based off of some, like, kit called the Clutch Powers Kit. And it was just, like, little stop-motion films with Legos. But this was just way above and beyond everything else. <laughs> On. I think I uh, read or saw somewhere that the, uh, the Lego company itself didn't really care at all what the story was going to be. They just cared about the Legos being in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so the creators of this movie had free reign to tell any story they wanted to. And they really hammered it home that like it is a well-told story. Yeah. It is very meaningful and worth a watch. 100% agree. Um I don't know if there's a ton more to say about this movie. Uh, I guess for me, this one's definitely worth a buy 100% of the way. Um, I think this movie is just so incredible. I've already watched it like five or six times. I'll probably watch it a lot more in my life. Oh, it it is on HBO Max. We haven't said that yet. Um, If you want to watch it, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I agree with Steven. This movie is... It's a movie made for people who love and or have played with Legos growing up. Like it is an amazing movie and you should definitely watch it. And I guess from there we can move on to the spoilers. What are we looking at next week? Uh, next week we have, uh, oh, it's your uh, bad pick. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. All right. That's, that's going to be a fun movie to talk about. Uh, so yes, join us next be. week for that. And uh, now we will go on to the spoilers. Yes. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to talk about really is the dialogue of this movie. It is so good. (laughs) It is so good. Uh, And one of the things I love about it so much, like, I mean, you find out later, it's a kid playing with Legos. And I just love it because the dialogue actually sounds like, you know, kids making them up while they're playing. The dialogue doesn't sound you know, adult or anything like it, it's really fun and creative and everything is like gobbledygook. I don't know. I really like it. And I also love the nostalgia of this movie. Yeah. Going along with kind of what you're saying with like the dialogue. I love all the bad pronunciations of things like uh, the, the whole thing with the craggle instead of crazy glue because it was like rubbed yeah. off on there <laughs> to only say craggle. And so that's what he called it. Like some of those subtle hit things where you're just like, that is freaking hilarious like um <laughs> i just love all the different actors saying these things that uh, uh like like i said childlike dialogue yeah like one of the first things you hear in the movie is morgan freeman saying cover your butt <laughs> i don't know it's just it's so fun and i mean it doesn't matter what morgan freeman says or even liam neeson they do it well yeah and I guess kind of going on to Liam Neeson's character, uh, he plays bad cop slash good cop. And 
one thing I read about him is when he was recording his lines, switching between bad cop and good cop, he didn't do separate takes. He would switch his mannerisms from bad cop to good cop on a dime just so he could keep it flowing well. Well, and then one of the things I love about good cop and bad cop is just like the random things that they do, like with bad cop always kicking chairs (laughs) or items. (laughs) Like there's one scene where he, 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 uh, kicks an item and then he kicks it five more times in a row. And then, uh, then like one guy starts like running away because he was going to kick the chair at him. And he's like, he just like hurls the chair like 300 or like 100 feet backwards and hits this guy in the back of the head. <laughs> and like, what is the obsession with kicking chairs and stuff? Like, it's just so funny to me. Right. So, yeah, from that, like, I, I just say, like, every actor that did something in this just they give it their all and they deliver their lines amazingly it's so funny i do feel like um was it elizabeth banks kind of held back a little like she's usually really good with comedy and i mean her character wild style is awesome in this movie but i feel like she held back a little on this part a little bit so i was a little bummed but uh, other than that like i mean she still did great yeah um uh, go ahead oh i was gonna say uh, I, I also love, like, we were talking about, like, the music and stuff. I love that in each different, like, zone they go into in the movie, that they actually still have the Everything is Awesome song, but in different genres. So, like, in the old-timey Western town, they actually have that, like, Western piano. And if you listen, he's actually playing Everything is Awesome, like, in a different progression, but it's the exact same song. And I died laughing when I realized that. So good. Uh so yeah, I guess uh, what the movie is really about. Let's like Chris Pratt's character Emmett. It's really about him realizing his potential, and uh, like the movie's great because it starts out with him being like a nobody, and then he finds you know the piece of resistance, which is the cap to the crazy glue. <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> but uh, it's just really interesting walking. Like you know, it's really emotional. He talks about um, how he's a nobody and it even shows interviews on the news. Like he's just a construction worker and he has no discernible features that make him unique. Whereas everyone else does. And I think it's a, a cool movie to express not only individuality and Emmett realizing, you know, he is more than that. You know, he actually is someone, but also, uh, it's a great movie about teamwork. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the things the master builders talk about is like they they're master builders. They can build anything they want, but the first chance they get as a team to do that, they all go off on their own direction trying to make something and they fail. Whereas, you know, Emmett brings up that you know sometimes having structure and working as a team is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to have individuality, but also. Working together can be awesome too. Well, and I, I really do love like you're talking about like that buildup of Emmett's character at the beginning, where it's showing him like being the same as everybody else. Like everyone's waking up to the same way. Everyone has the same cup of coffee. Everyone goes and does this. Everyone goes to the same Starbucks. Everyone's watching the same hit TV show. Honey, where are my pants? Like it's such a kid's <laughs> style of show to make up. Like that's just so funny to me. It's kind of like in a oh, what is that movie called? idiocracy where they have that show oh my balls and it's just this guy getting kicked in the balls over and over and over again (laughs) but 
he's just going through all these progressions and uh even with him doing everything the same way that everybody else does he still is like a loner compared to everybody else like everybody else gets along everybody else talks all the construction workers go out after work they all go to do this they all hang out they go do this but emma's always the loner with it all so even in his uh being able to be a group and be part of everything he still felt off he didn't feel like he belonged there well, and I, I kind of like that it shows that, you know, he kind of is a nobody. He, his character model is that blank slate, mm-hmm. regular yellowhead Lego character that has no expression whatsoever. Uh, and uh, go back to uh, when he said he was getting ready in the morning. I just have to bring up, I love the moment he reads the paper and says, get in your exercise. So he goes to do a jumping da- jack. And of course, Lego like <laughs> yeah. does that like... And, like, and he's like ah, i feel so great but yeah his just his character and all of the other characters like apparently they originally weren't going to have batman in the movie they were going to have a, a different character and actually uh wild style's boyfriend was going to be metal beard instead of batman oh weird but i i really love that they realized they have the rights to DC so they can include all these DC characters. And I think Batman being part of the main cast made it so much better. I think the two best in that, uh, that group of master builders have to be Batman and then Benny, the spaceman. Yes. The the two (laughs) best characters. Yes. Uh, which Charlie day does great as Benny. (laughs) Yeah, and I love the detail on the... It's like a 1980s Lego piece astronaut <laughs> where his helmet is broken in the front, like has a crack. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you had that helmet, not, even if it's not that spaceman, if you had that Lego piece helmet, you always broke it right there. Guaranteed. Oh, there's but several always several Lego helmets I had break right there. It was such a little thin piece of plastic right there. It's... It's so easy to break. Uh, I just love that detail. I love that, especially with Benny. He has that fascination of building a 1950s spaceship every single time. He gets the chance to build a little spaceship, 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 spaceship. <laughs> and you're just like, is he going to get that moment to build a spaceship? Well, and one of the things I love, too, is they talk about these master builders being able to build these amazing things and uh, how Emmett just can't seem to have that same creativity. He can't have that same like block he's supposed to be this special this the most amazing master builder but a lot of his ideas get looked at as like the dumbest things ever like the double decker couch and but then they use that double decker couch to evade capture at one point because <laughs> like it was just such a dumb like- thing that even the character like uh mr business was like a double decker catch? That's dumb. Let's just leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because that scene, that's the only thing that any of them made that actually survived that wreck in the yep. ocean. Uh, but I love one of the things that subverts expectation because it's one of the, it's a very, you know, by the book story. You've, if you watch this story, you've seen it a thousand times. But what I love is, you know, the main character is supposed to be this special, this, you know, ultimate you know, person kind of diamond in the rough thing. And I love how they find that out so early on in the movie that he's not the special, you know, Mm -hmm. usually it's the whole rise to your potential, but, and he does, 
but it's like so early on they're like oh wait you're not the special okay well we're still gonna try to do this mission well and i love like during a lot of those times and stuff too like they're really thinking he might be the special because he's even talked about having the visions of like the hands like these mm-hmm. giant hands and that was kind of the first little like clue that this was almost kind of like a super mario brother or super smash bros kind of thing where you realize the master hand is actually the people controlling the game and that the gamer itself are the ones controlling the game and it sort of, uh does that kind of like little like clue like hey we're talking about like hands coming in and we're talking about these like posters on walls like the i believe cat poster and stuff like that and you're just like wait i, I think i've seen that poster before <laughs> and it's just kind of funny it's like all those like tiny little details that you're just like wait what is going on like why is he seeing like these visions if he's not the special if he's not the one <laughs> yeah and uh, I guess on the other side of that, I got to say, I absolutely love Will Ferrell's performance as Lord Business. Yes. He is such a great villain. And I don't know. It, I mean, he acts exactly like a villain that a kid is controlling would. And <laughs> I really love like the way the characters actually play out. They like it's not just the Lego pieces like he made this character, the kid controlling the Legos made this character for business based off of his father. Yeah. And it's, he just wants to hang out with his dad. (laughs) Well, and we should say this, that um, the main like premise of this basically is a Lord business or Will Ferrell. He is a businessman who has a Lego city that he has built in his basement of his house. That's full of all of these projects that he's been building for, I don't know how long. And he has them there and he has these, certain sets of Legos that he lets his kids play with, but they're not supposed to play with the city. And throughout the movie, it's it's the kid playing with it and incorporating those Lego sets with his Lego sets and morphing them into these crazy creations that are just really awesome, honestly. Like, a lot of them are just pure joy, and they just remind you so much of you creating stuff. Because, like, I remember even having, like, sets of Legos that were for, like, Atlantis, and I would put that... And like mix like the front of the Atlantis ship with like the back of a helicopter <laughs> and stupid stuff like that. And it's just really, really incredible what they did with that and having him build this bad guy being his dad, knowing that his dad was going to come down and be like, you can't do that. We need to keep this permanent. We need the crazy glue. We need to glue this all together so it can't be played with anymore. And it's just he likes- so touching. Yeah, like what Lord Business likes order and structure, so he wants his his Lego sets to be built the way they're supposed to be built. And so, mm-hmm. like, he takes glue and glues them together because after he makes them, he wants it to be on display, not to be played with. So, I think it's really cool the duality between you know what's going on in real life and then what's going on in the Lego world. And I mean, you don't even realize that it's not like the Lego world is part of the real world until like over halfway through the movie. Oh, it's yeah. so well played out. And then suddenly out of nowhere, it's like, Oh wait, like live action. What's going on? There's a kid. Like it was, it's, it throws you off at first, but it's really well done. Yeah. And honestly, when you get to that point, you're just like, Oh my God, it makes the movie. Honestly, I think the live action part of this makes this movie as great as it is, because I feel like if it didn't have that, the story is as generic as you said. I don't think it would have gone very well. 
if it didn't have this live action spot that made it be like, oh my God, he's doing this all because his dad and he's just wanting to play games with his dad. It's so beautiful and touching. And it's like, ah, yeah. And then, yeah, obviously, I think for me, two of my favorite characters in this movie, besides like Emmett and Morgan Freeman, is obviously Batman and Unikitty. yeah (laughs) she's pretty great uh i love allison brie and everything she does she just plays that role super amazingly and the way she goes from like soft like oh i I love rainbows and sprinkles and butterflies and And you're like oh geez what the hell (laughs) and then batman this is one of the best versions of batman we've ever seen on film Lego Batman is one of the best Batman movies ever made. Will Arnett as Batman just works so freaking well. It's so ridiculous and so stupid, but so brilliant at the same time. Like he just is so good at that. And I love like all the different things with him, like them crashing through the glass to get to the other world. And like, oh, we're going to crash. Yeah, but it's going to look really cool. And he crashes and it makes the bat symbol (laughs) or he's throwing the, the batarangs to try to hit the button and he throws like 50 of them. And then one of them finally like hits off of one thing, bounces off of another thing and like plops down on it. He's like, yeah, first try. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh God damn it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, every character in this movie just is so great. Even if they get one line, it's, it's amazing. I think. Uh, one of my other favorite uh, lines is there's a line that yeah, says, uh, <laughs> The they they get on the TV and they're trying to tell everybody that they all need to build to join the fight or whatever. And they're like, and I think it was Wild Star. She's like, and I'm on TV, so you can trust me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's Ooh. the most true statement I've ever heard. <laughs> Anything I see on the TV or the internet's real, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just love I love all the. Uh, like the world jumping and I mean the nostalgia of this movie is showing like all these sets that you played with as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I love when the master builders are building something every once in a while, it'll like, it's almost like they have Terminator vision. They're picking out all these pieces yeah. and you see numbers. And I saw in like a fun facts thing that the numbers underneath each, each piece are the actual serial numbers mm-hmm. for that Lego piece. So I just think it's really cool. And I just, I love the building in this movie and the story and just everything. Yeah. It's just, I don't it's have just, much to say out of that. <laughs> it's just really incredible. And I think like most of this video has just been us talking about how incredible this movie is, which I mean, isn't a bad thing because it really just is. But um, uh, I guess, is there anything like really stand out for you or any of your favorite parts of the movie you want to talk about or anything like that? Um, I think just most of my favorite parts, like you already mentioned, like every scene with Batman, every scene with Morgan Freeman, he is just always doing, was it Vitruvius is his name? Yeah. Just always doing something absolutely bonkers. Like he's keeping watch, even though he's a blind character. So he picks (laughs) up binoculars and he's staring at the wall. Like I got it. (laughs) Just like, there's even a scene that, uh, he says more uh the character says something about it like being a throwaway he says i have no idea what's going on anyway but let's go out and do it and apparently that line was not scripted like more yeah. Freeman, there was like 
script rewrites so he had no idea what was going on they just left it in the movie because it sounded well <laughs> um so everything with his character to even like he's supposed to be this all-wise wizard and his staff is a chewed on lollipop like <laughs> it's just amazing uh i just i think in the end this movie all in all captures the spirit of lego and like what childlike imagination is and it makes me wish like i could go back and play with my legos like that again yeah well and i think one of the favorite scenes i have uh as well as other scenes we've talked about is that duality scene where it's showing the real world where it's showing will ferrell putting things back together where it was and um when he's like first gets mad at the kid for messing with all of his toys and he starts like rearranging things. But then it's also showing the kids imagination version, like duality at the same time. Like it's going back and forth between real world and the fake world. Then it's showing the pieces like getting put back and everyone's like, what's going on? What is this happening? What is this? What is this? And then it's like, you have that moment where Will Ferrell realizes like, wait, you built all of this? Like, all of this like you actually built some impressive stuff like as he's tearing stuff apart he's like wow like actually like this is some good things and like i kind of like it's that moment where he realizes that he stopped being a kid and he wants to have his kid have that creative freedom and he realizes that he was in the wrong And it's one of those moments that I don't feel like a lot of movies get really right of that realization of, oh, shit, like, have I been doing this wrong the entire time? Have I been parenting wrong? Have I been what have I been messing up on? Like, why has this been so hard? And then just realizing, like, just letting the kid play. He had so much more fun. And then when they start playing together and you're like, oh, my God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. I also just love that. And sequence because like it's it's weird it shows the real world like that the kid and the dad are playing with legos but at the same time it alludes to the legos also being like sentient beings because you see like emmett's lego character in the real world trying to help like it's like (laughs) bouncing around and moving all weird it's so funny uh but i love when it gets back into the world and you know emmett finally becomes the master builder and he gets to make his own creations to fight off the evil robots it's just so well done yeah but i love i think his ending conversation emmett's conversation with lord business up in his tower oh. he's just telling him like you know this is not the way things should be you know it, it's just such a powerful scene it really is. I really wish I would have wrote down that like word for word quote of what he said, because the things that he says, because uh, I think it will fairly even says like, what would he say to Lord business? And then he gives yeah. him that speech and you're just like, huh? <laughs> like, ah, I wasn't expecting so much feels from the Lego movie of all places. Like, come on. But yeah, this, uh, Watch this movie. This movie's an A. <laughs> this is one of those ones that if we were still doing the rating system, this would be an A plus movie for me. This would be in the nineties for me. Like this is a movie I feel like everyone should watch, everyone should buy, everyone should be a part of. Like this is just pure joy and giddiness and childlike wonder on a movie, and it's beautiful. Yes, very well said. Thank Watch you. the movie. It is fantastic. Probably 
I'd put it in the top 20 best animated films of all time. I'd, I'd have to agree with that, honestly. Like, it's just so just... And it honestly is just really beloved by most people. I haven't heard many people talking bad about this movie ever, or if, if any. <laughs> well, like, I mean, even us, we... I don't think I heard one downfall from you in this review. I, I just... I can't really think of any. It's, it's oh. one of those movies where even if there is something bad... It's it's so good. There there was one thing I put in a downfall, and it was just because I was trying to find something. But it it's a uh, he's driving through he's driving away from everybody, and they drive through a house, and when he pops out of the house, it looks like a motorcycle that's as big as the house. Like the it was a giant motorcycle, and then it went into this tiny house, and then came back out as a giant motorcycle again. <laughs> I love that scene. It's, it's such so a great funny. scene. But that was like the one thing where I'm like, that might have been like a small continuity error of just of size. But to the same extent, like in that kid's brain, it was going to fit through there somehow. <laughs> well, well that, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it is a continuity error. I think it was meant to be like, it's that's the joke. Yep. It's so funny. But that's exactly the thing too, is like anything that I can kind of see as possible downfalls, you could just be like, well, a kid made it. <laughs> This was a kid's thought process for this. And I'm like, well, damn it. And I think it's really funny that we did this right after the lodge, honestly, because we have basically two movies where the kids control the plot of the entire movie. (laughs) And one done extremely well. And one done like really like eh, eerie and weird and long and boring. And this one's like, this one's so amazing. We can't even tell you everything that's amazing about it. Cause we keep losing track of what all is amazing. Cause it's all just too amazing. <laughs> I mean, everything is awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh, the one other thing I thought with that is they literally listened to that throughout their entire workday. Could you imagine listening to the same thing for like eight hours as you worked? Like, Whatever your job is, just imagine listening to Everything is Awesome and singing along to that song all day, every day <laughs> that you work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely have never done anything like that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, when you get on a, a, a music kick and you find something you like to listen to, you listen to it on repeat. So watch Lego Movie. Yes. It's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, next week, we're going to look at Indiana Jones 4. Yes. And that movie is fun. So we'll see you then. All right. Bye. <laughs>